Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on select Fridays in May, each film touches upon artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, kicking off with Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro on May 10th at NortonSimon.org. You have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from Alleist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes, too, when you donate now at LAist.com slash sweeps. LAist Studios. Hey, y'all. Brian here. We're taking another week off from producing new episodes, but we'll be back next week with all new stuff. In the meanwhile, we are bringing you some of our favorite segments from the last year, where we explore LA neighborhoods. Today, we're headed back to the place where we began, our very first episode about the place where I grew up, West Adams. Alrighty, y'all, enjoy! Where I highly likely, it's a coffee shop slash wine spot in West Adams. It's your typical trendy LA coffee shop. I grew up here in the 90s and 2000s and something like this spot would never happen. Okay, this is How to LA from Elias Studios. I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. We've all struggled at some point living in the city. What we really wanna show you is that you can make it your own in your own way whether you lived here a long time or you just got here. We're gonna to talk to you about food, how to get outdoors, also complex issues like homelessness and gentrification. We're gonna to learn together what it means to be an Angelino. And what better way to do that than through exploring LA's neighborhoods. You can learn a lot walking someone's streets. So it'll be a regular thing we do on this podcast and it's where we're starting off. Up first, the neighborhood I grew up. All right, let me tell you a little bit more about West Adams, my old neighborhood. It's a place just below the 10 freeway in the middle of the city. You can get downtown from here in about 15 minutes or the beach in 20, obviously without traffic. There's also a lot of construction going on. Cute new restaurants have moved in. Alta and Mian, Tartine Bakery, even a boutique hotel. You can be confused walking through the street to be like, what kind of neighborhood am I walking in, right? At the corner, there's like a bargain shop, faded paint. The marquee is not even holding up very well. There's a church that was probably built in the 20s or so. And then you walk just a few steps away and there's like this new building being built. The aesthetic is so different from the other buildings. It's very square, but also like geometrical, like in a triangle way, really long windows. That to me screams luxury. I wonder what the business owners think about this. Ellos están trayendo gente acá, pero se les ha olvidado algo de esa gente. We just met a local business owner here in West Adams. Her name is Sandra. She is the owner of a thrift store. Tengo ocho años acá. She's been here for eight years and one thing that hurt her, these developers, the people building the buildings, they forget about the people on the street. Somos inmigrantes. ¿Quién nos escucha a nosotros? ¿Quién habla por nosotros? 
She told me she doesn't benefit from all these changes, that the people who actually come and shop are people who are unhoused or people around the community, but they're not the new folks moving into West Adams. ¿Qué punto tengan ellos en llenar lujosos edificios cuando mi gente está en la calle todavía? Why are they filling up these luxury buildings when my people are still on the streets? West Adams isn't a stranger to change, you know. Back in the early 1900s, this was a wealthy white neighborhood, until it wasn't. Upper middle class people of color started moving here in the late 1930s, and West Adams became a center of the black community here in Los Angeles, namely an area that came to be known as Sugar Hill. It was the place to be. There were salons and lavish Hollywood parties that attracted all sorts of folks. But it couldn't just stay chill like that, right? A fight eventually started over who was allowed to live in these homes. Racist housing covenants stated black people could not own these homes. So, some of their white neighbors sued. But black residents rallied together, led in part by Oscar-winning actress Hattie McDaniel. And, in a landmark decision, the judge presiding over that case sided with the defendants. But Daniel and her neighbors got to stay. But did you know, about 20 years later, many of the beautiful Black-owned homes in Sugar Hill were torn down to make way for the 10 freeway. Still, West Adams remained a largely Black neighborhood into the 70s and 80s. We've got a lot more about that history in our newsletter. Subscribe at las.com slash howtoLA. We'll be right back. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theatre Company at the Los Angeles Theatre Center, presenting the world premiere of Mix Mix, The Filipino Adventures of a German-Jewish Boy by Boney B. Alvarez. Inspired by true events from the life of Ralph Price, after escaping Nazi Germany, a newfound tropical refuge in the Philippines is upended when Japan invades the islands. On stage through June 16th, tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Support for LAS comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on four consecutive Fridays starting May 10th. More information at nortonsimon.org. You're listening to How to LA. I'm Brian De Los Santos. So we are at my childhood park in West Adams. My favorite playground in the world, because that's where I grew up at. There's a bunch of slides. There's swings. There is that little pull-up monkey bar type thing. I would always come and try to, you know, show off, but I always fell. And then basketball hoops. I sucked at basketball, by the way. Who's on my team? This park is in the middle of a residential area. I think that's why I love it so much because it's kind of like a hidden gem almost for me. When I was like five to maybe 11, I used to come here almost every weekend with my parents, my family, my neighbors. We eat carne asada, get some ice cream or raspados from, you know, the ice cream man. 
West Adams, historic West Adams. It's changed a lot. That's Mario Luna, a West Adams resident who might love this park even more than I do. He's 42 and he's been coming here since he was 15. The park itself, it used to have a lot of gangbangers. Now you see more kids, you see more people taking walks, more people walking dogs. How long have you lived here in West Adams? Sounds like you're an expert, you're a pro. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm born and raised in LA. As a youth, I was into the gangs and into a lot of things that I shouldn't even be saying, but I used to come to this neighborhood for the same reason why it was bad. So now that it's good, I want to come do my part. Now it's a place where I bring my kids. Whoa, all the feels. I want to do the same thing when I have kids. I mean, come on. But what about those other changes Sandra was talking about earlier? She's worried that the new West Adams might not have enough room for people like her. This traditionally has been a black community mixed with Latinos and Asians. We do see different populations moving in. And you kind of explain right now, changes are changes. There comes the good and the bad. Is there anything bad that comes with gentrification? Yeah, unfortunately, entitlement comes with it. And you got to remember, people like me that have been in the neighborhood for 10 years plus, we don't even feel entitled to it. You know, it's like this is a community park, but I don't feel like this is my park. But overall, Mario says he's hopeful about the changes happening in his community. Hopefully in the future, when my kids grow up, they'll be able to come and feel the same way they did when they were kids. The way that I see things happening, it's going to be positive change versus a negative change. Honestly, talking to Mario felt like talking to an old friend. We grew up basically just a few blocks from each other. We might have even been at the same park at the same time. I had to ask him for one more story. So one time when we were at Johnny's Pastrami's, there used to be a car wash right across the street where they used to sell drugs and all the gangsters used to hang out. One day we wanted to go eat at Johnny's. Before we even showed up, they wanted to take our stuff, our jewelry. My brother-in-law at the time had a chain and they yanked it off his neck. Luckily, somebody was passing by from another gang and started yelling out. And while he got his attention, my brother-in-law yanked the chain back and we left. <laughs> Never went back to Johnny's. Now that it's gentrified and has a bar, of course we go back. <laughs> Johnny's? Alright, let's go to Johnny's Pastrami. We are visiting Johnny's Pastrami, which is in the corner of Adams and Bronson. I lived not too far away from here when I was a kid. Where can I get you? Can I get a crispy chicken sandwich and a ginger ale and a water? Number 16, you're gonna be sweetie. And go ahead and do your thing and I'm gonna grab your water and Johnny's has served pastrami in this corner for 50 years. They've seen a lot of change over all this time, but it's still just as good as I remember it. Here you go, sugar. Thank you. Enjoy Appreciate your meal. It. Thank you. You have a good one. You too, baby they've stuck around you know and I know that they've expanded since they opened back in the day and they've added some furnishings that make it modern and make it enjoyable but I still feel like it's a staple of the community all right facts like it or not West Adams is changing it's a tough question but I think it's like Mario said there's good change and there's bad change for my part for me I hope there can be room for places like Johnny's Pastrami and Sandra's Thrift Store in the new West Adams. All right, y'all, I have a big old sandwich in front of me ready to eat. So I'll catch y'all next time.
This is How to LA. I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. Catch us wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter at elias.com slash howtola. Our producers are Evan Jacoby, Megan Botel, Monica Bushman, and Victoria Alejandro. Chris Farias handles our social media. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at eliasofficial. Erica Washington writes her newsletter. Our intern is Eden Tashoma. Hasmik Pagosian engineers the show. And Megan Larson is our executive producer. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.